Welcome to Get Into It, produced by Ryco Theatricals. We deep dive into the big questions of our industry. Our two hosts take a look into the theater industry today through panel discussions and asking the necessary and sometimes unnecessary questions. Our show airs every Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern on our social media at Ryco Theatricals. Now please welcome our hosts, Dash Perry and Tyler Dobies. Hello, I'm Tyler Dobies. And I'm Dash Perry. And, and this is Get, get into, into It. it. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> How you doing today, Tyler? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Not too bad. You know, it's snow. It the weather outside is frightful. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's so cold. It's very cold. So let's, how about, speaking of cold, how speaking about cold. we get into the season, the winter yeah. season? We yeah. had our, our first big snowfall here in NYC. How, how, how are you? How, how what does that remind you of? Ooh, what does it remind me of? I grew up in Colorado. That's what it reminds oh. me of. So you're you're no stranger so I, to the snow. No stranger to the snow, uh, and I remember this one snowstorm. Well, I mean, Colorado it snows so much; it would be like <laughs> three, three feet feet of snow. And I we have pictures of our we had a Tahoe Chevrolet Tahoe mm-hmm. shout out Chevy. Um, <laughs> sponsor us, <laughs> sponsor us Chevrolet. Um, we had a Chevy Tahoe, and the the snow would just be stacked on top of this car Mm -hmm. and every time me and my sisters would have to go and clean off the car and my dad would be plowing the driveway so it kind of brings back a little bit of like like oh my gosh here here's the snow again i could not imagine that like i mean i've been i'm from florida so it's like the snow was always like this thing that everyone loved, but I was like, I don't really get it. And I went to school in Indiana. So then I got a lot of snow and I was still just like, it's snow, whatever. But today I went out and I really felt like, I felt the winter wonderland spirit inside of me. And for some reason today it was more than just snow. Today it was like the best thing on earth. And I don't know what that's about, but I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was I was living for the snow. That's wonderful. It's, it is... We're gonna have a white Christmas probably next week, you know? A white, white Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> hey Dash, you all you there? Yeah, give me that one more time. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say we're gonna have a white Christmas. Yes, we are, hopefully. Do you have any like special plans for the holidays? Um, I don't think so. Usually I just travel. I try mm. to, I try to um, get around to my family because they're in Texas, but also split up in Florida. Like only my immediate family is in Texas. So now yeah. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do for the holidays? We're going to go spend, and my birthday's the day after Christmas, of course. Oh, really? Oh, no. Did you see that? <laughs> I did. Ghost just knocked over my camera. Ghost of Christmas um, future. Christmas past. She's here somewhere. She's here. here. Um, yeah, no, so I always have to split it up. And then that's why I think the holiday or the holiday season is kind of like wonky for me because my birthday is the day after Christmas. Yeah. So I'm like, it always feels like, you know, that undercut of being like, it's my birthday, but like it's the day after Christmas. Everybody's winding down or winding up. So it's, it's always been crazy, but I've I've had fun. 
So, are you a, are you a Capricorn then? I am a Capricorn. Nice. Do you know something about astrology? I don't know much. I just found out apparently that people don't like Capricorns. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they were like one of the undesirable like astrologers. I don't. Guys. I mean, I don't think they're undesirable necessarily. I think that they're very organized a lot of the times and a little maybe a little too organized. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of can maybe step on people's toes a little bit with with that kind of behavior, but. I mean, I, I, a lot of my friends are Capricorns. In fact, my one of my roommates is a Capricorn, too. Get into it. The Capricorns are it. not bad people. They're not so bad people. Whoever is out there saying that the Capricorns are bad are wrong. They're wrong. We have a lovely Capricorn here. And what's your what's your sign? I'm a Pisces. A Pisces. Pisces. And, and what are the traits of the Pisces? Oh, um emotional <laughs> um yeah emotional um i get so emotional very, like, baby. Sentimental, um wanting to be cared for mm-hmm. um fluid i mean we're a water sign so very lots of very wavy like i know a lot about i can feel a lot of like people's emotions and stuff and for the for the chaps at home listening, Tyler is wearing an like aqua blue shirt, so very much, very much repping, <laughs> repping the Pisces today. We've got to love it. It's amazing. Yeah, I and didn't you- get I didn't get to make a snowman, but I did throw a few snowballs, and that was fun. I think that's the first time I ever really played in the snow, where I was like, I don't know if I like this, but I did. I did. Well, you, have- you go in Florida. Exactly. So ever done that? You've got to layer up. That's the difference. I, I thought people just like you know went out and just was like, or you got you have to be prepared for the snow. You don't just go out and whatever you want and then play in the snow. I guess you could, but that wouldn't have been as fun. That wouldn't have been as fun. But I had a bunch of layers on. I was like, I'm You're ready. feeling yourself. You're feeling yourself. I'm you got into it. Mm-hmm. Get into it. I have to get into it. I've gotten into that snow. You know what else we should get into? What? What are we gonna get into? We're gonna get into the I don't know, maybe like the question of the day. Like what do you the think? The question of the day already. <laughs> it's day. already that time. It's already that time. Okay. Should I put it on the screen? We put it on the I screen? think I think I'm ready. And you should give it a read, maybe. I'll give it a read. How do you keep your pockets fat? How do you keep <laughs> your pockets fat? Let's get into that. Ooh. What does this make you think of? Like what's your first kind of like fat? Thing? Okay. Honestly, being in the city makes me think of this the most, but like mm. fat pockets, whenever I'm in like, you know, one of the wealthy parts or like how crazy you could be on one street and it's demographically totally different than the, the other. So like right now I'm like in the upper east side area and like I'm closer to the water. But then as the closer you get to the park, I'm like, you see the people change and you see the buildings change. And I'm like, get into the wealth, get into the money. Oh, wow. What are these people what are they doing in there? Like what, like, what are their lives? How different are they from mine? Like I'm out here, you know, just walking on the street like a plebeian, but like, I'm sure they've got their car services and no, no judgment to them at all. But I'm just like, what it must live like, what it must be like to live right across the street from Central Park. And I'm like, that's <laughs> a life that I just can't even, I can't even imagine. But I can imagine like nannying for them. Honestly, I'm like, that's how I do it. I get in by nannying, and then they I become their like au pair, living yeah. nanny, and then okay. I'm a part of the family. And you're a part of the family. That's what that pockets remind you of. I think this it's so apropos that um, it snowed, and we're talking about fat pockets because I feel like 
every time I go outside, I have like gloves in my pockets. I've got, I mean, this is completely taking it in a different direction. No. But I have like my hat, I've got my keys, I've got my mm -hmm. extra mask. I've got all these things in my pockets. So they're pretty fat. I mean, they're pretty stuffed. Oh, I just, I carry this like massive fanny pack. It's like uh -huh. the, triple the size of a fanny pack and <laughs> shove everything in there. Like um, mouth spray, cologne, um, tissues. But I, I never have anything in there that I need, like lip balm. Why don't I carry mm -hmm. my lip balm in there? I don't know. It's weird. I'm like, I got this huge bag, but the only thing I got in it is things that I, I do need, but like not the things that I always need. Mm. Like lip balm, maybe lotion. It's just when it's so cold, you need that lip balm. The wind is really, really rough on your lips. You were telling me that's something I didn't have to deal with before I got here and got the, here. the cold places. And I'm like, okay, well, gots to have the lip balm on constantly. Get into it. Get into the lip care. Get into the lip care. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> this is going to be a great question. We have a great guest today. Oh, I'm excited. And we'll talk about her in just a little bit. But I want to talk about one thing first. I'm going to pop it up on the screen. Oh. It's called Building Voices of the Future. You can find the link there, www.bvofmusic.com. What is this? What is this? What is that, Tyler? What is Building Voices for the Future? Please let me know. Voices of the Future. I talked about it a little bit last week, and thankfully, the deadline to apply has been extended. Ooh. It was supposed to be tomorrow. The deadline was supposed to be tomorrow, um, but it got extended to the 26th. So your birthday, honestly, Right? <laughs> Beautiful. Look at me. I'm here delayed. I'm like the 26th. Yeah. <laughs> my birthday. That is my birthday. Wait. Um, and let me tell you what it is. It's a weekend conference style intensive for students, singers, and performers ages 14 through 18. Um, it's going to be Saturday and Sunday, January 2nd and 3rd, 2021. Mm -hmm. um, and all the, all the instruction and communication is going to be on, you know, private Zoom calls. So you can do this from anywhere in the world, really. Um, and we're going to have workshops with all, all um, students, all graduates of the Masters of Music and Vocal Performance from NYU. Oh, wow. Which is really exciting. So I'm teaching. Mm -hmm. I, I get to teach acting, which is really exciting. Um, acting got, teacher. I know, right? And this is, honestly, I'm going to talk a little bit about this BVOF when we get to the question, when we start mm. di dissecting about this, this is one of the side things, one of the things that the hustles that I do. You got to right? hustle. We've got workshops about um, vocal technique, right? Acting, like I said, uh, mm -hmm. the business of singing. And then we have an industry talk from a professional singer. And actually, I couldn't tell you who it was last week because it wasn't confirmed. But mm -hmm. I can tell you this week, it's Kirsten Anderson. Oh! Yeah. Do you know? on, she, Anderson. um Yeah, she was um, Maria and the Sound of Music on tour. Mm -hmm. And then... She also was um, the understudy for um, Eliza Doolittle um, in My Fair Lady on Broadway. Mm -hmm. So lots of things happened. I didn't see My Fair Lady. Did you hear much about it? I, I, I heard that it was. Uh, I heard that it was good. I, I think they, I think people liked it. I, I, a classic. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see it though, which is kind of a bummer. Mm -hmm. uh, I really wanted, I really wanted to go see when um, Laura Benanti was. There. Right, and uh, who doesn't love them some more than Nancy? Who doesn't? Anyway, shall we bring on our guest? I think we should bring on our guest now. Should we get into our next segment? Let's get into our next segment. This is one of my favorite people in the world, my best friend since um, I've known her for like 
I don't know, 25 years. That's a long time. And that's because she's my sister. What? <laughs> I know. Can you believe it? Her name is Gabrielle Bowman Dobies, and let's welcome her. I'll bring her on right now. Let's get into it. <laughs> hey. Get into it. Hello, Gabrielle. Hello. Here. And let's hear about who you are outside of like who I think you are. And yes. we're gonna make you big screen for this. Yeah, yeah, get out of there. <laughs> Give her the spotlight, Tyler. Um, oh, sorry, I can, my dogs are coming over. Um, <laughs> a herd of elephants on their way. Uh, so I am, well, right now I am jobless, you know, pandemic, everything. But mm -hmm. besides that, in my normal life, and I'd say as a person, I, I am like an educator, first of all, but I'm more of like, a curator of experiences and like learning experiences. And so that can go in like whatever, um, doesn't have to necessarily be like a formal education experience, but um, I used to work it with international students and I did a lot of field trips and like programming and events like that. And so I was organizing their learning from a like more, um, not professional or academic way, the other way, I can't think of the like word right now. Yeah, like experiential, social. social, like literally anything else besides you're sitting and reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and right now I'm just, you know, being a, um, working on some house projects, being a dog mom, yes. getting in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> Christmas spirit. Can you tell us what you've been getting into recently? I've been getting into, well, a lot of like, I'm finally doing like my Christmas shopping like this <laughs> week. I'm a little behind, so I'm finally getting into that. Oh, but, um, no. hmm, what'd you say? Oh, nothing. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting into that, getting into this holiday spirit. I had a cookie exchange with a couple of friends on Ooh, Sunday. So that was a really fun. Yeah, I made what? some sugar cookies. Oh, you should really, did you post about it on your Instagram? Yeah, I did. You should. Is it a? Is what I mean? Is it a timeline post or is it a story? Uh, it's a timeline post. You should check her out on, both, on, yeah. on her Instagram. You can see it. Uh, but she made these beautiful, um, circus like frosted circus cookie inspired. Ooh. She makes beautiful cookies. She's always so. Are you? Is that like a side gig of yours? Are you like really into the the making cookies? Like, if I look this up, is it like this like the extravagant kind with like all the different pipings? Or is it like, you know, just like a thing that you do as a hobby? You sell them? <laughs> I should sell them because <laughs> I was, when I was thinking about the question of the day, I was like, oh, I should really like sell my cookies or whatever. But I really just like give them away. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. In but, honor of the spirit. Of the in Christmas. honor of the Christmas spirit, you know, you have to. <laughs> One of my good friends at home, their mom um, does like months and months of baking and just like, getting all of these little cookies and then freezing them so that she could pack them for Christmas and then send them all out. So I get the Christmas for the holiday spirit action. I totally get it. Lots of giving. Do you get, I mean, last week we talked about me being stressed about gift giving. I'm always so stressed about that. Do you feel that way too? I feel like yes and no. I feel like I'm like the opposite of you. I'm like, like I was yeah. saying about the whole experiential learner person, I want to make like everything like this meaningful experience. And so I'm always like, let's go to the pumpkin patch. Let's go to this Christmas market. Let's go do this. Like, here's this 
gift I've curated for you or like whatever. So I, I kind of really get into it. Mm-hmm. Get into thing. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even mean that, but I right? did. <laughs> it just comes out. It just comes out. It comes out naturally. No, I totally get that. You know, I'm, I feel like I'm probably more where Tyler is. I feel like sometimes I'm very much like, uh, pumpkin patch, that could be fun, but like I could do so many other things as well. And then someone, it takes a person like you to be like, come on, let's go get into that pumpkin patch because those moments are really great when you're doing something that you haven't done for, you know, every day. And you're like, oh, we could go, we could go get lunch. We can go to brunch. Of course we can. But let's but go to the pumpkin patch. <laughs> yes. What if it was themed? What if it was specific? What if it was special? Sometimes you need those yeah. moments because I guess maybe that's the Capricorn in me. I'm very much like, got to do this, that, that, and that. <laughs> If it doesn't fit into those things, then I'm gonna have to find time next week. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I also feel like um I at least from this pandemic, I've been like, I need these specific things that like have to do with like the season or like a certain holiday because like I've like lost all sense of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, I need to know that something is happening and like mm-hmm. Um, the time is actually passing. Because there are things like going it. on. The seasons yeah. are changing. It's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a so good way of looking at it, too. Let's mm-hmm. dig a little deeper. Let's get into it. Um, you just talked about a little bit what you do now, but how did you how did you get there? Is that where you kind of saw your career going? Did you have any uh, previous career paths? Where were you, were you thinking you were going to get that bag? Yeah, yeah. So I guess my only really career path so far... <laughs> we're young, right, <laughs> has been in um, higher education. And so I worked in like programming and I worked specifically with international students mm-hmm. and like basically throughout like their whole process, like getting them there and like orientation and like getting them settled, like the dorms and like, or their other living spaces and like making sure they have everything they need and they're well throughout the time and academic advising, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And I am into that, but also I ended up quitting that job because it was just like pretty much a burnout situation um, mm. because it was like full on and it wasn't like, it's like people's lives and it's kind of like, I don't, not necessarily everything's an emergency, but like for them, like you're the only person there, you know? And so that's I was like, okay, stakes. I need a break. <laughs> so that's mm. how that ended up happening. But mm-hmm. um yeah, so I think I do really, I want to work more in education again, whether that be formal or informal, we'll mm-hmm. see, I don't know. But yeah, this year I was kind of getting into um, the garden a little more Ooh. and so kind of like totally different, but it's just like reconnecting with nature and like planting things and like um, within my community, like volunteering at different community gardens. So mm, okay, I'll see where that leads. Yes, <laughs> you had. I remember that you had just a whole harvest of tomatoes from your yes. tomato And did that? I mean, did that save you uh, money on pasta sauce or <laughs> something? Like what? Oh you know, my goodness. Yes, yes, I think so. I mean, we had our garden in our backyard and we had like hundreds of tomatoes. And I'm, I'm like, not hundreds. even joking. Like 300 is a low estimate. <laughs> okay, some of them were cherries, like small, but still, like it's insane. and absolutely insane. So we like literally, like during the summer, we were making tomato everything, like tomato sauce, 
mm-hmm. um, for pasta or pizza and then tomato soup. I made sun-dried tomatoes. Tomato everything. <laughs> yeah, like tomatoes, I don't BLTs, like I literally <laughs> tomato everything. And it was great, it was great. And um, I think it did save money because I don't know, I feel like normally I wouldn't think about like, like I ate more tomatoes than I would have normally because normally I buy like maybe a couple tomatoes, but like with this, I was like, okay, well, how can I utilize this for growing so many? Yeah, yeah. Right. And I still have it frozen. Like all those different types of tomatoes are frozen in my freezer still. <laughs> you still have tomatoes. She's got the more tomatoes than, she's continue. Got more, she's got more tomatoes than she can do with, really. Josh, I wanted to ask you if you if you had thought that you were going to do this for your life, you know, mm-hmm. the same question that you posed to Gabrielle before we talk about other things. What did you what What was your kind of path for that? Yeah, um, that's crazy to think about because, like, when like as far back as elementary school, I was in like a marine biology elementary school. Why so specific? I don't know. <laughs> Super but, specific, right? Not just like <laughs> science, but like marine biology. Mm-hmm. And so I'm super into science, and I've always loved science. But then when I was going to middle school, I was like, oh well, they have like this program, this acting program. So I decided to audition. I was like, I always wanted to be on Disney Channel, right? Who didn't want to be on Disney Channel? And so I was like, this is my way in. And so I went, and like I was like, I'll give it a try. If I don't like it, then I'll like go do some science thing again. And it stuck. And I was like, all right, this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. And um, I remember one thing that scared me was my drama teacher was like, if you can see yourself doing anything else, do that because acting's way too hard. And I was like, I better not be good at anything else because (laughs) acting is what I want to do. But yeah, so chasing that bag has been crazy on the acting side because it's pretty much left to everybody else. Like you, I mean, you're unless you're creating your own content, which still even is waiting for someone else to like, you know, fund you or get crowdsourcing. Uh, you have to do an audition, and someone's like, "Hey, I really like you specifically," and then you can possibly make money. So then you have, you got to get side hustles. Like right now, I'm nannying. Uh, right now, I'm in New York, but I live in the suburbs of Chicago, and I'm nannying. Mm-hmm. And I love kids like that is, and be, he's, he's on the spectrum. So like, he's super high functioning. And so I get to work with his ABA therapist a lot. So I get to learn a lot about like child behavior therapy, as well as being able to like foster this like young child's mind, which is awesome. And I do it because I'm like, when I move to the city, I know it's a huge market. Everybody is looking for someone to like handle their kids, especially when they can't go to work or they have to be at work and they can't look after the kids. So I'm like, I'll get a lot of experience in that and then move to the city so that I can take care of those rich people on the Upper East Side's kids. It's amazing. Full circle. You really Full circle. Mm-hmm. And then it's building a resume so that you yes. can that My teacher, my acting teacher would always call it, well, it wasn't an acting teacher, it was the business of acting teacher. And he would say that people have like parallel careers with their art, right? Mm. Um, so like you can have like your nannying thing. And some people like to call it side hustles or or survival job, mm-hmm. but I think I, I think framing it as like a parallel career, like you can be just as well versed and as in as an expert as you can be in that in this other field as you right. can be as an artist. Right, uh, and a lot of people already like we. I think we kind of touched on this last week, maybe of like the hyphenated people, like not even just actor, producer, director, but actor, childcare specialist. Like you can do, and there's so many people like 
once people I feel like have a, a certain type of fame or like stability in what they do, then they have the freedom to do whatever they want. And nobody questions why they are like helping with this charity or like doing this or all their passions line up with things other than acting. But I feel like they kind of get lost when you're starting out because you have to, you have to kind of choose, am I going to push for my performance so that mm. people can like pay me in that? Or am I also going to do this thing that I'm good at, like two different hands, um, <laughs> that I'm good at so that I can make money? And why can't I do them both? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's beautiful. Right. And what about you? Like what type of, I know you perform as well, obviously. Yes. Um, what kind of um, side <laughs> hustles do you have? How do you make your money, pay your bills? I make my money, how do I pay my bills? I, so performance has always been like my main thing. I love, I love performing. I love being in a room with people. I love um, being aware of other people's presence and sharing community in that way and fellowship. Um, and really, I think, I think fellowship is a really good, is a good way of describing it because we're, we're talking about ideas where, you mm-hmm. know, going through people's stories and people's lives. Um, and really we're all like kind of meditating on that together in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also, I have been a substitute teacher in the past. Oh, substitute teacher. It's exciting and, and kind of, so that education portion, mm-hmm. Gabrielle, I, I remember, you remember <laughs> that. That was hard, it was hard. It what was, was hard? What was it? Substitute teaching was hard because oh. Well, I mean, this, the students, they they always, you know, the, what are the norm is to treat subs bad, right? Mm. So it was, it, you know, I, I got like, you know, kids, you know, misbehaving and, and whatever. But I, I, you know, you learn how to do it. You learn how to deal with it. And I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I enjoyed my time there. I also was a substitute para educator. So I worked in um, the special uh-huh. education classrooms too, um, which was really nice. I have been um, obviously a, a teaching artist. Mm-hmm. So I've worked at summer camps and all kinds of stuff like that. Teaching um, artists. You teaching do artists. and teach. Do, do and, and teach. teach. Get do into and that. Teach. And the fi- and so right now I, I teach voice. I have a, I have a, a few students who, te- who I teach how to sing. And I also do acting coaching. So like audition prep um, and just like, Things like that. I, I've I've done that before, which is great. And right, this is part of like what I was talking about earlier, which is which is BVOF, right? Um, Building versus the future. One of my friends wanted to just start this, and we were like, why not? We all have master's degrees, we all have things and qualifications, and we mm-hmm. want to bring a next generation of theater lovers of of singing, of you know, performing um, for the next generation, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Building the future. I believe the children are the future. <laughs> well, I so, to, go ahead. Wait, what did you say? Well, I was going to say, I wanted to go back to this garden thing. Oh, yes. Let's go to the garden. You know, we've spent a lot of time talking. I want to get back to Gabrielle. Mm-hmm. Um, what, are other, what are some other ways, or other creative ways that you are keeping your pockets fat? Right? So having a garden, I can imagine, you know, growing mm-hmm. all these things saves you on produce. Um, if, you, if you have the space for it. I think people in the city have like, window boxes and stuff and <laughs> and that's still you know you can have herbs you know you can have like your rosemary which mm-hmm. rosemary and mint which are very expensive <laughs> um, yeah um, yeah it's nice to have them and then it wonder, goes bad so fast exactly so i wonder like what are other creative ways that you've been saving money yeah yeah well i think even with the garden like even if you're wanting to save money within that like reusing all those different like containers from various things. And I feel like that's probably something that we learned when we were younger, like 
all the mm. mar like the margarine container or like we mm. always have these like I literally have like so many random containers. I just have like this collection and then like bringing that into the garden. But that was even helpful, not just like for growing in, but for like giving stuff away. And I think mm -hmm. for me, at least like having my pockets fat, it's not necessarily about like, oh, I want to like keep like save money or like keep much, much money for myself or whatever. But it's more like, okay, well, how can I not waste things? How can I be more sustainable? And like coming mm -hmm. from that instead of um, just being like, okay, well, I need to make some money. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I mean, not all the time, but you know, holding those together at the same right. time. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, something else that we've done with uh, regards to like food, I've done like the imperfect um, foods boxes before mm -hmm. and they like, they have like, either like ugly produce is what it's called. And it's like, mm -hmm. either it's like too big or it has like blemishes or whatever, but you get that like delivered in like a produce box to your house. Ooh. And um, yeah, so that saves a little bit of money um, because it's discounted because it's like the farmers couldn't sell it to like the supermarkets um, mm -hmm. because it's ugly for whatever reason, but it's usually like, it's fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that always saves money. It is totally edible. Um, sometimes you end up with like potatoes that are like this big and you're like, okay. But not even just like a potato, like one time, like a turnip, was, like as big as my head. I was like, what in the world? Or you'll end up with like, like super tiny things also, um, <laughs> like avocado, like really small, uh, I don't know. So many different things. It's just like humorous as well. Um, yeah, and I think also with, I don't know, food is like the thing I feel like I waste the most of. And mm -hmm. yeah. so like in order to like keep my pockets fat, I want to like be able to address like that biggest issue. And so, mm -hmm. um, yeah, the other thing is like, what do you do with leftovers? And you have mm -hmm. to really like be creative with them and like not forget about them because mm -hmm. otherwise it just goes bad and then it just goes to waste and that's like all that food that you were supposed to put in your stomach <laughs> like that, just like going down the drain you know yeah that is an amazing point because you tie those two things together not just how i keep my pockets fat but how do like why have fat pockets if i'm not doing anything with it so like what that means to being able to give back, I think is super important, especially it's like, mm -hmm. we do so much like social climbing and like financial climbing to be able to be like at a comfortable place when there's so many people like beneath us who don't have those privileges. And I'm saying that now more than ever, cause I'm like, oh, I really could, I really could go out and eat, but I could also just make, I could make it at home. Like I could, I could save that money. And then I don't feel bad when I'm out and somebody at like, there's some, someone who needs money. And then a lot of times I'm like, I'm really strapped for it. Or mm. I'm like, I have this to give back or someone, even as simple as being like, do you want to round this up at the grocery store where sometimes I'm like, money, 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 I need this money. But when you like make those like little like changes, like you were saying, at least it like, it made me realize I'm more likely to give back when I feel like I'm in a comfortable place. So if I'm comfortable because I decided not to eat out every day this week and I decided to make food at home, then I'm like, I can, I can spend that like a little budgeting that's like just on the go, but yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like there's two sides to this kind of question. It's getting the money into your pocket, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so all these side hustles, <laughs> having a job, working for somebody else, working for yourself, but then also finding ways to maintain 
keep the money keep the money in the pocket there's i think there's a reason i mean if we really dissect this question i think there's a reason it's called how do you keep your pockets fat how do you keep keep your pockets your pockets fat because you can get a fat pocket you get a fat pocket you can win the lottery easy what do you do with it (laughs) let's get into winning the lottery gabrielle you win the lottery tomorrow what are you doing with it I don't know, paying off our house. <laughs> Period. That's, that's amazing. I love that. Uh, Probably paying off the debts, you know. So hard. It's yeah. like, what do I you mean, wanna... I mean, I would probably like travel somewhere, but you know, yeah. you okay. can't. Yeah. <laughs> do you do a lot of yeah. traveling? Do you try to travel a lot usually? Yeah, usually. Like I love traveling. Well, okay. I love mm. to be in new places, but I do not like to go to the airport and be on planes. Right. That I get. I think that's I had a traumatic experience when I was by myself flying out to visit our family who were stationed in Germany at the time. And I got like, I was like 18 or 19. I don't know. But I got stranded in London like by myself. So. That would be very scary. (laughs) So now I just like get so much anxiety going to the air, the airport and planes, like connections and stuff. But I could, yeah, but actually traveling, yeah, I love the going, the being in the place, the being, the being in the new place. Yeah. I mean, it really ties back to this experiential thing that you're talking about at the beginning, right? It's true. It's a through line. (laughs) You want to be in the space learning and, doing but mm-hmm. like, do you would you say you bring that like type of like what you do for your career into your everyday life like when you're uh where are you where are you right now i'm in kirkland washington which is like the east side of seattle on kirkland, the other washington. side of the lake yeah mm. do you see yourself like using a lot of the stuff you learned in school and that you do with or that you did um in your everyday life and has that helped your just overall like life experience? Yeah, I mean, yes, because, well, my undergrad is in psychology, so mm-hmm. obviously you're gonna use that in everything. <laughs> yeah. um, and, <laughs> and then I have a master's in uh, community development. And mm-hmm. so it's that was like my whole, like everything kind of flows from that because it's more, it's not necessarily just for like getting a degree, but it's more like, okay, well, this is, how you should be and like how you should live and like how you should listen to other people and like mm-hmm. um, go into a community, listen to them and like work together, collaborate in order to fix or not fix necessarily, but like in order to like make the world a better place right? and like fix it together. You know what I mean? And I think right. that that's like the mindset that I want to have in everything. So, you know, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. If we came together to like fix problems, could you imagine? <laughs> imagine <laughs> <laughs> no that is so beautiful i mean i i think that's a bit of me when i'm thinking about going like going and playing in the snow today i was very much like i don't know if i want to do that and then i i have to check in with myself and be like okay there has to be some type of openness of like just going out and experiencing things i totally would have missed it and not had this realization that i do like the snow or winter time had i not mm-hmm. gone and that's probably just a continuation of like my own thoughts of being like I don't want to go out there, but really you just have to sometimes take it and like go and ex- have an experience, have an experience mm-hmm. and go into the community. It was so nice being around people, which is like 
weird today because we don't get to be around so many people, but seeing so many people in the park was so amazing. It was so amazing, refreshing. Beautiful. Yeah, you gotta put yourself out there, you know? Mm. Even if it, like me, I have like very anxious person. And so I'm like, okay, I have to do this because it's gonna be worth it. It's gonna be meaningful. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't wanna do this. <laughs> like, you know, it's like just constant battle of myself. Like, yes, it'll be worth it and meaningful, but yeah, you gotta, you just gotta do it. Get into it. You gotta get into it. That's a perfect segue into our next section. Thank you so Thank much you for so coming, much. Gabrielle. On yeah. this show, we love to give a nice Queen's wave off to our guest. Thank you. See ya next time. Yeah. Wow, she was so lovely. She was awesome. Yeah, we got into so much more than just like like having fat pockets, but like keeping your pockets fat and what that means for other people. Yeah. Like speaking of keeping your pockets fat, I'm gonna try to keep my friend's pockets fat. Hey. And I'm gonna go ahead and shout out my friend. You guys saw him last week, Zach Keller. He has this wonderful business that he created. So if you're in the Chicago suburb area, he does these things called Keller Grams. As you can see scrolling across the bottom there. Um, and they are there personalized go. singing telegrams. So he has a full he has a full book of music of like pre-learned songs, which range from like Make You Feel My Love to Lights and Written in the Sand, or you can have him learn a song, which usually takes a little bit more time. But yeah, it, it was a great way for him to one be creative and get that bag as well, get like saving up, get the got to get that bag saving up to move to new york so he loves to play the guitar and he'll do a, a socially distanced safe little performance because we we were all missing live performances so he was like how am i going to fulfill myself as well as you know make some money today so yes go and get yourself a kellergram and it's on facebook right yes yes you can go and find him on facebook um, you can, yeah, if you search Kellergrams on Facebook, you will find him there. His name is Zachary Keller and give him a shout. And he was, I mean, he was such a great guest last week and he, we asked him to sing a little bit. I mean, well, I asked him to sing a little bit <laughs> you did. and he, he really, he really brought it and he has such a beautiful voice. You know, I was thinking about that. I was like, he really did that. But I was thinking if you're going to be selling a product, I like mean, a singing telegram, you better give us a little 15 second clip. Give us a little taste. Give us a little. Yeah. He didn't have his guitar, but next time we'll have it. Perfect. Perfect. Wow. Tyler, today's show was crazy. We really got into the holiday season. We got into keeping our pockets fat with yeah. your sister. <laughs> your sissy. That is so crazy. I know. Yeah, beautiful. she really, like, that last point that she came in with about, like, not even just, like, having fat pockets or, like, the idea of, like, just making money, but what you're doing to have your money. So it's, like, anybody can make, you can make money. That's the easiest part. And I think the biggest difference is, like, how you spend that money, obviously, how you're budgeting that money, and, like, what's the best for you. It's, like, some people really like to do, some people really like to go to the movies, and it's, like, that movie ticket is a ticket. So it's, like, how many, like, what? how are you going to, flex that that budget for yourself personally and that's exactly. something that i've been personally dealing with i'm like okay i want this but do i need it i'm trying to save to go to new york so like where can i where can i meet those those things yeah it, it was we got into you know it's not only the practical like budgeting and, mm -hmm. and whatever and like getting your business together but really it was more about like a bigger picture of like sustainability yes yes you have to be Especially today, we are seeing, well, you know, again, this 
COVID has been a somewhat of a blessing in disguise because we have gotten off of the streets. We have become a little slower, like in our, our paces, like just everyday life stuff. Um, and sustainability has really been like preached and have like being able to be heard a little bit more. And I hope that follows through because I mean, fat pockets are nothing if you ain't got nothing to spend it on, you know what I mean? So it's like, let's have fat pockets together. Like let's, everybody has fat pockets. Everybody's doing well. It's very idealistic, but like, let's, let's build a new and better. Let's go into the communities. Like your sister said, let's go into the communities and communicate together how we can not just fix, but you know, solve problems and initiate growth from doing things and like having conversations. Yes. I learned something from our guest today. Yay. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, I am Tyler Dobies. And I am Dash Perry. <laughs> you can uh, catch us here every Thursday um, at 7 p.m. Eastern time. This is Get Into It. Or where, where else? Where, what, what, oh, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. You can find us at et Ryko Theatricals right down there on mm -hmm. the bottom or find us at Ryko.org. All right. It's Take been care, so nice. Bye. You've been listening to Get Into It, a weekly podcast from the Ryko live streaming series produced by Ryko Theatricals. Everything you heard was recorded live on our social media at Ryko Theatricals. You can support this podcast by sharing us on social media, writing a great review, or donating at www.ryko.org support. Thanks for listening. <laughs>